we have not released an episode of More Than Music for years. Yeah, years or a couple of days probably. Yeah, it's probably a couple of months really. <laughs> but, I mean, I've missed it. I've missed this dynamic, yeah. this like anything fucking goes yeah. type thing. Like raw. This, yeah. Very raw. Like if, if you listen back and pause this if you haven't listened to more than music, go back and listen to a couple of episodes before so you can get the rhythm. But man, it's been cool to chat with all these artists. There's more coming through now. There's no more crazy shit in the world. There's no more viruses and complex, you know, problems. There's all this new shit and all these artists are moving forward and we are excited to interview some crazy people this year. 100%. Like, you're right. There's nothing slowing life down anymore. Mm. Life is just moving. People are creating. Not that COVID stopped things, but it definitely slowed things down. Yeah. People are creating. People are, are releasing great music and someone that does so much more than that not mm. just release music she performs she's a actor she's a she i just say content creator she's a she's a creator she's she just create not even just creates she creates an incredible creator <laughs> avnisha that's a beautiful thing about it this yeah. is what it means to me it's so malleable but it comes from such an authentic place and it's your story or it could be something that you you know you came up with it you're inspired I, yeah, by, you're yeah. inspired by it i think that's so important Radio host, content creator, musician, amazing girls, down to earth. We love this girl, Avnisha, right now. You haven't actually talked to us like this before, have you? No, but I, literally since last year, we've been talking about it. Mm. This is true. But nothing ever happened, but we're here now, which is great. Look at this. Mm. It's, it's actually, it's funny, we're yeah, all in the same, the same office space. Mm. Um, and... You've grown up so much. You've matured so much, Avnisha. <laughs> I know. I know I have. This is going to be I really like deep. You think this is going to be a funny conversation, but it's actually going to be a very deep one. Is it? Yeah, yeah. we're digging deep into Avnisha. No, no, so I'm serious. excited. Mm. I don't think I've seen like Zanny, Zanin. Zanny. You know, I call Zanny. Zanny, but Zanin very like serious. No, no, I don't do serious. That's what I mean. That's I want to make like, jokes of everything. No, Even Tony, flips. I don't see him as serious at all. This but is <laughs> where it completely flips. Oh. Tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> oh God, no. I can't tell you my secrets. What's the, uh, the that, that, like, um, the confronting um, TV journalist um, shows? Like, you know, when they're like, confronting like... Oh, like a current affair type thing. Yeah, like, like that. Like 60 Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or the American version of it. You know, when they like really confront the, um, like front well, line. Like, like styles things? Well, like, um, what's it called? What's it called? Not, what's the Reno, Reno 911, the joke, like, um, traffic cop. You're, you're looking at me like, fuck you. No, you've, lo- you've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Avnisha has a coffee. Okay. Or Law and Order. Dun, dun, no, dun, no, no, no. So, really, why we. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Please don't sue us. Why we summon you here today? No, and there's actually no real reason. But we do love what you've been doing um, because you're, you're such an all rounder. I think. When we, yeah, when we see your socials and everything, you obviously, obviously not just you know you got your breakfast show, mm. um, which is amazing. Congratulations! Thank that's you. Been, uh, only a few months now. It's no, been like I think seven weeks. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On the breakfast show, which has been like so much fun. It's Crazy. Been sick. And then uh, your on socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on your um, your socials, obviously your TikTok, uh, very big on socials. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, um, your reels, hilarious. And thank you. You've mm. you've starred in some of my reels. Yeah, as I did. Well. I did. Yeah, <laughs> and then your music as well. So, and your music, um, 
next to your your funny little skits and stuff, yeah. which is very serious. Which yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. And I think that's kind of on that this year. I had this reflective moment where I'm like, I am doing a lot. You know, I, I like to call, and I'm. I feel like I'm poking at myself, but it's true. Is that I feel like I'm the jack of all trades, master of none kind of vibes going <laughs> on. So I was like, all right, we need to just like sit back and kind of reevaluate what I'm doing because I'm doing a lot. I had mm. someone who kind of has followed the journey. And I would, I mean, look, it would be hard to find, but he wrote me this long message about how he sees me as an artist. And it was the most eye-opening thing of my life. He literally goes, you know, I love everything that you're doing, but if someone came and saw your page, they would be like, so confused. With you. I'm like, and this was like unsolicited <laughs> advice, but it was like the yeah, best yeah. free advice I've ever received. I was mm. so grateful for it. I was like, thank you. That's like a lot of courage to just say that to mm. someone. I was low-key offended but in the greatest way possible because I was kind of like oh my god I'm doing too much and so this year I've made it a real big focus and people who kind of follow the journey and you know like my dad um, will notice that I now I'm just doing a lot of music content because it's like my first love what I love doing and radio stuff as Mm -hmm. well so they're the kind of two and the acting and all of that I've kind of put aside for now and hopefully we'll open that later on down the track I see what you mean like look I think as a creative, that whole jack of all trades, master of none. I think, <clears throat> I think jack of all trades is absolutely fine to yeah. to consider that to be able to label yourself as. But master of none, I don't think so. Like I, I don't think that's fair to yourself, um, and not fair, fair to a lot of creatives out there. I think a lot of creatively minded people, you have to whether you're an independent artist in painting pictures or in music, yeah. you. You have to wear a whole bunch of different hats. You have, you are your own marketer. You are your own business. You are your own entity, and you have to, you have to wear a whole bunch of different hats. So you will become a jack of all trades through that. Yeah, master of none. I don't think so. Like <laughs> at all. Like you're there creating. You create incredible music, um, you. as well as you are an incredible. Um, would you call yourself an influencer online? Would you? I mean, uh, a content like, creator. I call myself a creative, but. Yeah. I'm so like, I acknowledge that people call me an influencer. Yeah. Some people call me like, who just know my music, an artist. Some people call me a radio host. Some yeah. people call me like a presenter. I got, you know, some people call me a TikToker. Like mm-hmm. I got a, a range of names. And if anyone asks me, I will say I'm a creator because I love doing so many yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we're also multifaceted. That's the thing that I really couldn't like, we are getting deep and meaningful. You're so yeah. right. But this is something that I just really struggled with was getting put in a box. Uh, and so three years, I just was like, I, like I, I would talk on panels and I'm like, do not let them tell you to be one thing, be everything. In that voice? Mm. In that exact voice. And then never invited me back on panels. But I was said, I was like, you have to like, you just have to do what you love. And I followed that religiously for three years. Mm. And I will be honest, I still believe that. I just, I totally get where people say strategy, marketing, where that all comes to play. And there is there's ways to approach it. So I'm still not going to like, you know, not do those things. Just the way I do them is going to be very differently. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. I see. Um, t- talking about your music uh, in particular, I, th- I think it kind of, it jumps through. The, the one thing I would I would say about Avnisha as a, not as, as, as that's your name, obviously, but as yeah. an entity, um, you know, we talk about creative being like a business. You've, you've gone with your name. So Avnisha, as an entity is 
all I can hear is is authenticity. Like you mm. jump back to your. I really love the like being Italian heritage. I really love that you jump back to your. Every song seems culturally inspired yeah. as well. Um, so it, it goes back to that authentic nature wi- within your music. Yeah. How important is that for you? So important. Yeah. And, and honestly, like that's kind of where I started. So my like growing up, my dad like singing twenty four seven. And he always tells his story. He's Was like, he good? He's great. Great. He's great. But he just never got to like do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Back, like, you know, my parents are quite, well, their parents, my parents' parents are quite traditional. So mm. like, he, they grew up in India. Um, the idea of doing anything creative as a job is like, a complete foreign uh, no. concept, yeah, right? Yeah. So my dad was always singing. When he came to Australia, obviously he had his group of friends. He started a singing club. They charged tickets. They're hustlers. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they did a whole thing. My dad did it all for me. That's like the honest truth. So like he was like, how can I get her on stage? How can she sing? Because this is his story, right? But this is such a dad thing to say. He was like, you know, I knew it. Hmm? I knew it when you were born. You had the loudest crying voice. You were a singer. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, you know, I would do, you know, I'd go to the Gudvara with him, do mm. uh, Shabbat Kirtan, which is like going to the temple kind of thing and, uh-huh. and doing like uh, religious songs. And that's kind of how I learned. He put me in um, like tabla lessons. And so I was like, and I could not play for love, no money now, but he, he really kind of uh, invested his time to just like, you know, allow me to be mm. creative, do the singing stuff. He even gave me my first trophy. Which was great. He like low-key told my singing teacher, or my at the time, my tabla teacher, he was like, give her this, give her this. Mm. Which he did. And he was like, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it said Melody Queen on this like flag. Yes. Which is like the greatest thing. So he always encouraged it. And then eventually, you know, I was I was singing with him at like functions. We did like a lot of Bollywood songs, which was really great. Like helped me with my um, courage to get on stage and everything. Yeah. And then I started writing my own songs. And then from there, it kind of just slowly developed. And that was kind of... So do you think he's like sort of living his dream in you? Like like a dance mom style thing? That sounds so sad. (laughs) You're doing great, honey. (laughs) I actually think so. But he's like the best best man out there, honestly. He's amazing. See, I love that. And I love that like you've, I feel like you've married. Were you born in Australia? Born I was. As, yeah. yeah. So my, I, I think I was the only one in my family born in Australia. Right, but I feel like your music kind of pairs that exactly what you said. Pairs it really well. Like there's a lot of, uh, I guess. Australian or young Australian themes in terms of like yeah. someone being grow, growing up like I think we're relatively similar age. Yeah. Um, we would have I was born here as well and we weren't we were brought up with cultural uh, aspects yeah. of our lives but we were also kind of fighting that oh but it's not the Italian way but my Aussie mates at school and yes. your music kind of explains that quite well. Yeah I'll tell you what you mean though. Yeah. Is that like you're not in one, like, in one pool and you're not in the other pool either. Mm. Like, you have this, like, it's very tricky to navigate. Like, I, you know, I've, I had an amazing childhood. I was, like, watching Bollywood movies. I had, you know, a bunch of, like, Aussie mates, Indian mates, like, oh, from all different cultures and backgrounds. But you do get this thing where, like, you're not Indian enough or you're not Aussie enough yeah. and you're, like, mixing this in between. It's <laughs> yeah. just, like, a cool place to be. But sometimes it's, for some people especially, I know a lot of my friends, found it really tricky to navigate, yeah. right? Mm. And for me now with the music and especially it's a big focus this year, I've been doing a lot of Hindi and English fusions uh, is because I'm like, you know what? This is great. Like I love writing music in English but if I can just add that bit of, you know, flavor and the Hindi touch, 
I feel like that in a, in a weird way is a great analogy or like, you know, metaphor, I don't know what the right mm. term is, yeah. to show that like, you know, I do come from two different cultures, two different worlds. Embrace and it. And yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. I think yeah, it's such yeah. a beautiful thing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're doing it really well so far. Like, uh, so far, it's like, it will <laughs> yeah, change. Yeah, but it will. <laughs> it will come to an end. This is an intervention. <laughs> no, no I, I feel like it, it, that is explained really well in your music in yeah, particular. You. It's it's cool, yeah. And then, yeah, now, and obviously, Obviously, with your the funny side of Evnesia, where you know you're, you're you're doing your reels and your skits, and um, obviously, as you said, I was involved once, and it takes a lot of effort in actually planning it and making it really oh, work. So much time, which is crazy for like the social media people out there. Like, I mean, when I do a skit, it's like very like, oh, let's just wing it, and she's like very prepared. No, but winging it, like I don't know which one's better. Oh. I would say there's a better way of doing it, but I'm so impressed when people can wing it. Yeah, okay. Like a lot of my mates who are like who create videos, the mm. creators, and everything online. They'll just turn on the camera and they'll just go. And they go, that's the best way to get the natural take. Then again, yeah. I do I do have like two TikTok followers opposed to two and a half million. And so hey. you'll see who's doing really? a better job here. I think I'm one of them, but that's not the point. That's not the point. Keep going. So the, yeah, so the, so the purpose of your your skits though, so where does where do the ideas come from? I feel like sometimes you poke fun of your, your obviously your your cultural heritage yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. So where where is it all coming from? Is it like maybe like a slight not the word insecurity is a really bad word. I think more like, are you were you embarrassed of some things? And you go, you know, let's just go with it and let's embrace that you know embarrassment what? and make it funny. It's like this is the best way I can explain it. So, have you ever heard of this thing? Uh, it's like a group on Facebook called Subtle Curry Traits. No. no. Okay, so this is a group where they share. Uh, like memes mm-hmm. of and videos and it's like a community where people share things and the admin will accept it or not, right? And it's really hard to get through. That's a whole other thing. But when they do post it, everyone talks about it. They're like, oh my God, this is so funny. I went through that when I was five. I went through that when I was six. Mm. I just think it's like, that's what it is. It's so great. Like there's so many things that happen being a kid of <laughs> immigrant parents who are, you know, specifically Indian background. You know, mm. they're Punjabi. And my dad is hilarious. He is like... Honestly, he is a character out of some sort of film. Like he's just, or like sitcom. He's so funny. And I was like, you know what? Why not just share some of the things that I experienced growing up? And that's how it grew. Like people then jumped on and they were like, oh my God, this happened to you too. This happened to me. So it was just more of a relatability thing and trying to find my people. And then from there, because I was always a drama kid, I started doing like other sketches too, where I just like, you know, wanted to create kind of these short little 60 second, I will not call them films. because That is is an offense. But, you know, these little sketches where people, I don't know, I just love making people laugh. And when people do laugh, I get, yeah, I get a thrill out of it. Amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> and now, and now, I really so always when I see you, obviously, I, I've only met you uh, through you know the last uh, year and a bit. But what was the uh, the future of Avnisha if it wasn't for singing? And it was it always going to be singing and it acting? had to be. It mm. had to be. Yeah. Honestly, because this is, and I said, I think I said this to you when I first started. Mm. I said it to quite a few people. I've worked so many jobs, and. Like really great for like them. What, like what kind of jobs did you? So I'm so intrigued uh, right now. I used to, I like, was, what's your first job? What was your first? Okay, job? so I was, <laughs> I was in hospitality. Okay. Um, didn't last long. I had two jobs in hospitality. One I lasted a week. Okay. And the other one I got fired. And it was. I'd love to hear this one. Well, I, I used to get my mom to call in sick for me because mm-hmm. I didn't want to show up to work. Oh, I was 15. No. That's not an excuse. I was just a really <laughs> bad employee and was not ready for a job. Okay. I did not take it seriously. But I still was offended when I got fired. And I totally deserved it. Like, I was, God, I totally deserved it. And then I went into retail yep. for 
I did a lot of retail jobs. I did. I remember like working in like clothing retail, but then mm. I did a lot of sales assistant jobs. I worked in a post office selling coffee. I love coffee, um, and that was great. And I did that for like eight years, and then in between, I had other sales jobs. And then I finished my degree. Finally, it took so long because I was doing a lot of music acting on the side. Yeah, um, I was a debt collector. I you called uh, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought off. your name was familiar. <laughs> that was the worst job oh, fit ever. I did that, that for a year. For those you who are too do it, nice to be a debt collector. I mean. Like I could only imagine you rock up to someone's house and be like, "You owe ten thousand dollars to the government," and then they're like. No, you're like, fine, I will take a loan <laughs> and pay off your debt. You. <laughs> your debt for I, you. So I was over the phone, thank goodness. Right. But it was just, yeah, it was a really tough gig. And for those who could do it, like, more power to you. It's a really tough job. But yeah, you're right. I, I couldn't. Like, I would get pins and needles. I remember all through my body before going to work because I was just in state of anxiety having to tell people you know, bad news yeah. every day. Oh my God. Is that where the inspiration to Money on My Mind, Mum, came <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> a good one. Actually, it, well, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I still really like songs, like the ideas when I come up with them. Like, you know. That's great. It, it's the most randomest things though. Like, usually it's when I'm cleaning. Okay, I'll, yeah. Like, like, come up with a song and the lyrics and everything. I'm like, this is it. While I'm like raking the lawn or I'm like (laughs) the kitchen, riveting. Look out for post office coffee coming out. Yeah, that sounds like an album. That sounds like an album. I have a few songs on that. That's good. Oh my goodness. And and then, yeah, and then your next uh, venture was the breakfast show. Well, you had a show for yourself. um, And. Obviously, that didn't do too well, but um, no, no, it did very, well, it did very well. But obviously, you advanced so high up in that in that status that you actually moved to breakfast, which is amazing. It yeah, was so I'm quick, so grateful. For Turnover that. was so quick, and, I know. And um, and yes, yeah, so you compliment the boys so well as well. So, um, no, it's been fun. It's yeah. been so like honestly, like having the best time. And waking up was the only thing I was scared about. Yeah, yeah up that was that my early. question. Yeah, yeah. But it's not that bad. Like once you get into the habit of it, like anything, mm. it, you know, it took me a good four weeks to like, and even <laughs> now there'll be days where I'm like, maybe I'll just take a nap. But I never take the nap because that's like, that ruins mm, me. For like, you, yeah, yeah, it's so, because I don't know how to take like 20 minute naps or 30 minute power I naps. envy people who can. That's da- Yeah, they're dangerous naps. Yeah. Yeah, I take four hours, three yeah. to four hours usually. Yeah, a few minutes over and you're so gluggy. You're done. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. You feel like you're in another universe. I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> Am I still 29? <laughs> you're, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I, sometimes I'm just fascinated by you. You're very, um, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you don't drink. Um, oh, yeah, no. She shouldn't drink alcohol. Um, she's very strict with her deadlines. Uh, you work very hard. I've seen you, like, obviously after you do the breakfast show, you're doing either your own thing, uh, you know, your social media stuff or, you know, breakfast content stuff and video mm. editing. Very, very, yeah, you're very, um, you're set and uh, organized. It's kind of a little bit organized, maybe a little bit messy. Um, <laughs> I am a little bit messy. Yeah, but He's I'm, cleaned I'm, my desk a few times. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm very fascinated by your work. Your, your workflow is very, you, you, you do it really well. You manage to do it and you, obviously you're married and, yeah. um, and, how do you balance everything out? Because you, obviously you're, you're the jack of all trades, but you know what? personal life as I'll well. I'll be honest, it helps a thousand percent to have a partner. Like my husband, he literally, and I kid you not, this is not even an exaggeration. When I was in Canberra, I was scared to leave my full-time job. I was scared to do all of that and take the leap of faith to just mm-hmm. go and do this like 
be creative full time. And he pushed me. Like, he was like, no, you have to. Like, you have to do it. Give it a chance. Got up, moved to Sydney on like a whim Mm. that this will like all work out. And thank God I took the Mm. leap of faith because it's so true. When you put your, like, all your energy into something, incredible things happen. But if you don't have the faith and belief in it in the first place, it's just, it's not going to come to fruition. Maybe like the 0.001% do, but most of the time, if you don't give it your all, it won't. It's such a cliche thing to say, but I had the very grateful, you know, very, um, I guess, I wouldn't say luck, but I'm very grateful for the fact that I had someone who had that belief in me 100% Mm. in, in the first place to then grow my faith in myself that I could do it. (laughs) And, you know, now we're here and it's like, you know, a long way to go, but it's still like amazing. And you're right. I do, I'm very militant in the way that I complete tasks. Once again, this is funny because when I left my full-time job, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with like the day? Like, (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to write a song for like five hours. Like, you know, (laughs) what's the plan? And so uh, my husband, Jared, he advised me. He was like, write a schedule and just follow that to a T. So I literally, this sounds, I feel like this sounds really nerdy, but I have a schedule from wake up all the way to going to sleep, what I do every hour. Wow, love that. That's important though. No, but I think think that's not a bad way to go about things. It's the biggest game changer. You know, it's crazy though. She has like a pee schedule as well. Which is funny because I don't know if I can organize schedule. Organize toilet breaks is crazy. She's like, damn it, it's nearly twelve o'clock. I'm it's gonna, true. I'm like, I'm going on my break. I don't really need a wee though. <laughs> well, I guess I haven't. It happens again in an hour, so I'm screwed if I don't have. Oh, I shouldn't have had that eleven a.m. glass oh, of water. I and now I had a coffee too, so this doubles up. You know, I'm going to regret it. But that's fine. Oh, Siri's going to talk to me now. I'm so sorry. Let's just stop that. <laughs> I'll keep looking at my watch. Um, yeah, that's, it's so yeah, important, it's really cool. it's so, especially for for a creative. It's so important to have the right people around you because. Um, imposter syndrome is a thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you questioning if you're doing the right thing, if you if you're right, f- the right person for a particular job. If what you're doing, am I really a singer? Am I really a musician? Am I really a content creator? 100%. Am I a good one? You forever questioning yourself, mm-hmm. even though you're getting like you, you you're getting um, your followers feedback and all that sort of stuff. It's really important to have someone in your close circle, yeah. even if it's just one person, to yeah. really kind of give you that push mm. when they know that that's what you want to do. 100. So it sounds like your husband, like he really is that person, right? Yeah. And your dad 100%. as well, right? Yeah, but you're right. Being around like-minded people is one of the biggest keys. Yeah. You sound like DJ Khaled, but I'm like, it's a key! <laughs> it really is. Like, it, it, yeah. it is. And, you know, I, I remember, like, when I when I shifted doing all of this stuff, like, I, had, I have so many really good friends, but mm. they were just doing different things to what I was doing. So that... It's just, it's just, it's hard to relate to someone when you're in a different world, you know, and just because you're trying a different venture, right? So I felt a bit like, oh, the support network of having people understand what I'm doing. And, you know, it's hard because you want to have those conversations back and forth. And of course, I had my husband. I had, you know, um, even like some really close direct friends, but having people in that world, like other creators, I hadn't built that network yet. And so what I was doing, I was going onto YouTube and listening to TED Talks. Mm. I'm not even lying. And I listened to um, people having, you know, there was a bunch of interviews and stuff with people who have done really cool shit, like all that kind of stuff. And they were having these conversations and I just surrounded myself in those talks. So I was like, okay, this is great. I feel like, you know, and it helped. It really mm. helped till eventually I built a network and now I have so many friends here who are doing similar stuff and, you know, I can get advice from them. And, you know, so it's important to build that network. But if you don't have that, 
the internet's a great place to find like-minded mm, people. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought of it that way. That is such a great way to do it. And the yeah. first one that comes to mind is, um, is oh now I've lost lost my train of thought. Damn it, damn it. First, um, first one that comes to mind is Kid Cudi's te- TED Talk. Yeah. How good is it that? It is incredible. It's one of so my favorites. Good. He yeah. speaks so well. Yeah. As well. Not that, you know, that sounds bad. I'm like, I'm just going to speak really terribly. No, but, right. you know, it just, <laughs> I was like, old. really, you know what it is? It's like, you know, for example, like 69, mm. you know, um, yeah. Takashi. Yeah. You know, he's, he portrays a certain image, but then when I watched him in interviews as well, he's another great example of that where I'm like, mm. He speaks like, really wait, eloquently. Yeah, like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. But yeah, no, no, really insightful. Fake love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, wild. Wow. Well, there you go. So, like, it's just, it's crazy to think that you've done so much in such a small amount of time. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm very curious on where your future goes. Like, where, which, you know, which direction you want to head or what's yeah. the next step? Acting? So you said I'd actress, love right? to do acting one yeah, day. But yeah. I think I want to go more traditional media for okay. acting. Yeah. Um, just because, as, as I said, like, I really, like, radio is so much fun. And yeah. it's something that I never, honestly, you could have asked me even three years ago, do you, or maybe four years ago now, do you see yourself in radio? And I would be like, I would never even think of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful that the opportunity came for me to be a part of it. I think this is something that I, I want to 100% pursue. Yeah. Music's my first love. That's never going to go anywhere. Even if, something you know, I don't want to say this because that's bad manifesting but if something doesn't happen from that I'm always going to do it regardless because yeah, yeah. I just love it so much it's but a passion piece for you it is I guess you can kind of partner acting with music right like you record film a music video yeah. and there's your acting exactly. I actually couldn't wait if you want to do more traditional acting I can't wait for the Home and Away directors to pick you up <laughs> and you could be like the first debt collector on Home and Away. <laughs> yeah. <Would you? laughs> I would do that so well. Method acting all the way. Well, shout out to Channel 7. Uh, hopefully that's all going yeah, we'll to... Um, oh, hey, Home and Away. Hit Avnisha up. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? Oh, it comes in a package of three though. We're, we're all going to be there. <laughs> Background guy. I'll be the extra. I want to go deep. I'll go deep. Let's go deep. I want to see... I wanna, yeah, Beach yeah. Boy Beach 1. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I get paid for it. We do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> negative comments. I, this is a big thing for social media. I just want to. I, I want to see where your head's at with this because this is this is what affects a lot of influencers and getting into that deep space. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to talk about depression and stuff, but I've met a lot yeah, of influencers and, and um, creators that are just going through crazy headspaces mm-hmm. because of like negative comments. How do you deal with them? I, obviously, you. I'm not going to say you have any, but no, you I probably do. do have a lot because you have I a lot do. of followers. You know what? It's funny. I never got that many negative comments until this year. Mm. I started getting like heaps on like certain videos, uh, singing ones. They'd be like, you know, some of the comments would be like, ah, oh, this is shit or whatever, right? Mm. And I thought it would affect me more mm. than it did, but... I will. I mean, obviously, it does. Like sometimes mm. I'll read comments and I'm like, <laughs> delete. <laughs> you user two three one one five six. You're a loser. But the reality is, and this is what I've learned, mm. is when I get negative comments on videos that I don't necessarily love, but I'm just putting it out there for the for the follows, for the streams, for the engagement, whatever it is. Or like a trending, like or a trending yeah. thing. They're the ones I get most down. Like uh, downhearted is not a word. Disheartened by. Yeah. But the ones where I'm really proud of the video, they're the ones, even though it still sometimes can sting, that's the honest truth, I can still put those aside and be like, okay, well, I'm, 
the video's not going anywhere because I love it. Because you're standing tall anyway. Like, exactly. I, back, I backed it I'm from really the beginning. I'm really proud of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. not because a lot of the time when you know someone says something mean, sure, like it can still hurt just because it's a mean comment. Granted, but sometimes it hurts because you feel like, is that the truth? Like, mm. did, did, was that a, did I sing badly? Did I, you know, and and a lot of the times when people wrote stuff like that, I'd rush the song. I just put it out there just to have content. Or it was yeah. like something that I did really last minute just to do because someone else did it or whatever. You know, we all have those moments and we all create content like that sometimes. Uh, and I wasn't really proud of it. But the ones that I have, you know, and I've had one video, which I was really proud of, that every second comment was really mean. <gasps> no! And I was like... <laughs> Alright. I mean, I wasn't like, alright. Like, to be fair, I was like, ah! But then after that, I was like, I'm not taking it down. Like, I, I'm really yeah. proud of it. Yeah. So, do you delete the comments or do you leave them? Why do you have to ask questions like that, Zadam? I'm just curious. No, I'm, I totally do. I have deleted some. You know, like, there's some, like, I don't know, no, no, call no, Justin Bieber and I always see bad shit and I'm like, well, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, that is like, such a fair. That's such a fair question. I feel like yeah, it's I'm a like low one. key embarrassed, but yeah. I, I have. I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest. I have deleted heaps. Yeah, you um, should. I think you should because then people question the, the yeah, video as well. Yeah, because you know well. what it is, people tend to start like jumping on well, yeah, it's like sheep mentality, or it's just yeah. like this group mentality. Oh, they don't like it. I'm going to say I don't like it and let's just start this bullying train which is yeah, so yeah. uncool. I've left a few but mm. yeah. Like sometimes if, even if you respond to that person then they, they got the attention they need as in like in a good way you're like hey can you tell me give me some feedback yeah. or something yeah. yeah, and they just kind of bite just, you anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah no I've definitely deleted lots. The That's thing fun. this is the one this is the thing that like I don't get about hate comments or hate things like you are engaging with the... Understand social media, people. <laughs> you are engaging with the video. You are helping the artist that is creating Literally. by engaging with it. And you, like, you should be saying... Like, it's like... It's jealousy. Massive thank it's you. Just yeah. jealousy. It's just thank jealousy. Thank you. Thank exactly. you for your hate because you're helping the whole... The whole cause. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what they say? Good PR and bad PR. Yeah. No, no it's fine. It if if yeah. still does... This, feels yeah. the same purpose yeah. of getting someone, you know, awareness... Let's not have bad PR though. That's, what I'm <laughs> no, that's, that's no, not but, what I'm channeling. No, even, I'm just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the purpose of it, was the, co the, the question was like, even with the best content, yeah. you can still get the negative feedback. But, yeah. Like, you know, it depends how you take people it. Yeah, will get, yeah. like, depends how you take it. You know, who do literally, like, just are so lovely yeah. online, mm. have such a beautiful presence, don't do anything negative or in mm. any negative light, and they get hate comments. It's just, it's. Inevitable, and the more you grow into the sad truth of life, this is what happens. Mm. It's like even like forget the entertainment industry, even forget social media, even in just any industry. Mm. The more people climb up the ladder, the more success someone gets. You're going to get people who look at you negatively. For sure, it's inevitable. It, it's it's sad, but it's I guess it's you know. It's is it, isn't that weird? Like it's like going up to someone in their job, like in, in real life, and going. You suck. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Just keep going up to Keanu. Go up to Keanu and go, I'm a, I'm a comment. You're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? That's such a good TikTok but I'm wearing, idea. But I'm wearing though. a Balaclava, so you don't, you don't know who I am. I'm just like some random yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just some guy at work and go. <laughs> especially, on, especially on lives. It's like watching a presentation in a work sense. You're in a conference room and someone's there talking. You're like, you suck. Literally. <laughs> Going up to Mac and just throwing the Big Mac back at the guy. <laughs> nice shirt, loser. <laughs> like, what? <Stop>. Why? <laughs> no, I think, you look, it makes yeah. makes so much sense. I, I love, I love how you say like, you, you try your best to not let it get to you and especially the stuff mm. you love, you're like, ah, I don't care. Keep it there. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, I think, 
I think the main thing is like you absolutely resonate positivity all the time. That like when stuff like that happens, it's almost like what what's that crab in a bucket mentality of like they'll they'll just keep on pulling each other down. Down, yeah. Um there are so many people out there that are oh, your crabs in a bucket. Stop. 100%. Like if you let it get to you, they're just going to keep on going. Well, that's, um, that's that's the reaction they want. I mean, you know, we're all sure. human at the end of the day. So obviously if you feel that way, like it's such a natural response. Yeah. But yeah, don't let anyone dictate your actions. Mm. That's the thing. It's mm. like you're going to feel a type of way. That's understandable. You're going to feel sad. You know, some people, you're right, become depressed like through such hateful comments, which is it sucks. But don't let anyone dictate what your next steps are or what you're going to do because they think a certain way. Yeah. Like, screw them. No, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we love hanging out with you. This is great. Like, we've dug so deep into her niche. <laughs> We're glad to hear that this year is going to be a game changer for you with, you know, stripping back and uh, going for the quality yeah, work. A bit more focus. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this is going to be a big year for you, I think. I'm so pumped. i got new songs on the way. Um, some other projects that are just on the side at the moment. And like what? Of course... So Share. <laughs> I can't now. say. No, I just want to, you know how I was saying with acting, the traditional media yeah. stuff and everything, I'm really looking at that. Awesome. So like figuring that out, mm. what that looks like um, project-wise in terms of, you know, getting a few people together to try and do something in that area. Awesome. Yeah, basically. yeah. Basically, yeah. So I'm really excited for that. So we'll see where that, that's kind of just simmering on the side at the moment. But the music's in the forefront right now. So get some tracks out, music videos, and then of course, radio. It sounds like music's yeah. always going to be, it's going to be your consistent creative outlet. Yeah. Like forever you're... Like the like, foundation sort of like... For the, sure. Yeah. Like you need a creative outlet that is all you because yeah. you're forever making things, like even for myself, like I'm forever making things for other people, mm. right? whether it be in a commercial space or voiceovers or any of that sort of stuff. Um, and I love it. Yeah. But I'm forever going, asking clients like, do you like this? Is that what you want? That's but true. music is consistently something that I never ask anyone. I'm like, I'm proud of that. Release, done. And I don't care what happens with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like having that consistent creative outlet where it's all you is so important. Um, I'm, I'm assuming. Like, no, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like, yeah. And it's so good to be in that headspace. Absolutely. Where it's like, I'm not creating just to create for others. Because I honestly think music... Uh, is super. It's one of those uh, creative outlets that are super. It's super selfish. Like yeah. it should come from. Fantastic, love that. Where you because it's art. Like you know what do you, you know your offer. That's your offering to the industry. It's like I created this. You know, and of course, it's other people who help a lot, mm. a lot of the times. Like they come in, write songs with you. Um, you have your producers. You have the person who might mix and master it. If it's yeah. a different person, like there's so many people involved, but. It comes from the artist. It's yeah. like, you know, this is the idea I had and the song and all of that. And it should be selfish, I think, personally. Oh, yeah. And selfish not in selfish is consistently used as a negative term, yeah, but it's not right. a it's negative not. term. It's not. Doing stuff yeah. for yourself mm. is so important. Exactly. Because it comes from such an authentic place. For sure. And then people will take, you know, derive meaning from it in, in their own world, right? Like they'll say, oh, this is what this means to me. That's a beautiful thing about it. This yeah. is what it means to me. It's so malleable. But it comes from such an authentic place and it's your story or it could be something that you, you know, you came up with it. You're inspired I, yeah, by it. Yeah, you're inspired by it. I think that's so important as opposed to like creating for others and what yeah. they will like. Because then 
It's not your truth. Well, and, yeah. Until you get a $5 million deal from a record label. They, then I'll be they, creating for they, you. And then they'll be creating for you. And then they keep, and then they own your ass and you're like, fine. fine. You get a sign. You like, get a sign. You get a sign. I'm authentic. Well, my bank account's $5 million. Uh, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want know I me mean, to write a song about? Yeah, I love Balenciaga. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. oh we didn't go there, did oh. Drinking my coffee. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, well, we're looking forward to seeing the, uh, your dad featuring on one of your new tracks. That'd be great he as well. He keeps asking me. It's yeah, going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. Can't oh, we're going to do it. Are you going to call it dad? Papa. Papa. Like it. <laughs> love it. Just how you're going, Papa, Papa, <laughs> I, I love killed it. the man. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. That was not. That was not. <laughs> okay. Well, that, 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 like, that could be the end of the conversation that we're going to have with Evanesh right now. Yeah. Call the cops. That's it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the Avnisha on more than music. Well, I'm glad you um, did that after she left the building. Yeah, big time. Yeah, we don't want that kind of vibe in the studio when she's around. I'm pretty sure she's still here. I have a schedule from wake up all the way to going to sleep, what I do every hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is cool. We get to talk to people that have this crazy complex life and, you know, the way she juggles it all and she actually does good quality work for what she actually wants to achieve. For sure. And I I just get, I get so inspired, creatively inspired Mm. by these conversations. Someone else that we've been backing for such a long time we played some of her music back when we had a radio show hmm. and we were the first pe- first people that actually backed an artist and it was their first first radio uh, premiere and debut in Australia we've done that with so many artists by the way like I don't want to toot our own horn here but I fucking <laughs> will we did it we did it with Joel Corey yeah we were the first Australian radio show that ever played his music bring it we did it with Medusa we were the first ever radio show that played their music yep we did it with Jazzy K the thing with marketing like you know marketing has always been the most important thing and whether you're on like it's the biggest record label in the world if you're not putting in the effort into like getting yourself out there and putting in the hard work and the groundwork then it's not going to happen you know like these big record labels they throw marketing plans at new artists and you either put in the work or you don't to make it work you know And I'm so glad that we're going to be chatting to her on the next episode, man. Yeah, this is cool. I, I've been waiting so long to talk to Jazzy K. This interview was a blast. So make sure you check it out. That's the next episode of More Than Music. <laughs>